live on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. A new day brings new topics. Our sports talk brings extensive debate and analysis by the host, expert contributors, and callers. We discuss it all. Join us weekdays at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. And welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. It is Sunday, and every month we do a segment of We Know Cross Country with Coach Gerald Richardson and also Coach Fred Rucker. I want to welcome them in here today. My name is Princess Cooper, and our guest today is Derek Ringo Adams. Adamson. I don't want to get that wrong. Coach Derek Ringo Adamson. Coach Rucker, how are you? Coach Richardson, how are you? Uh, Good evening. I'm doing well. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. It's a great Sunday, and we're looking forward to this segment. And I'm going to welcome in our um, guest right now. Coach Addison, how are you? Not bad. Good evening. Awesome. Awesome to have you. I'm going to turn you over to Richardson and Rucker and let you all have a great show. All right. Well, thank you so much, Princess, for the intro. We appreciate that so very much. Um, and Coach Rucker, it's always a pleasure to have you on my side as my sidekick on the next on our second segment here of We Know Cross Country. Uh, I want to first. I want to start off and say, Coach Addison, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, you're you're a giant in my world. But uh, before I we get too uh, too far into this, uh, you're the current head coach at Rowan University in Glassboro, New Jersey. It's a, a Division three uh, program. And I believe you coached at the high school level as well before that. Is correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which with uh with schools in New Jersey or somewhere else other than Jersey? Uh, the only school I've, I've ever taught into was Woodrow Wilson High School right there in Camden. Pretty awesome okay. place. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, How long were you there, Coach? How long did you teach at Woodrow Wilson? Nineteen years. Probably wow. the job I probably went an interview for that uh, I actually tried to talk my way out of. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny. I, I co- hey, Coach, um, we have a lot of listeners uh, on this show that may be first-time listeners or uh, and, maybe, and maybe even be first-time coaches. But before we get too, uh, too far into uh, what we're talking about is cross-country, why don't you go ahead and tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, how it began as a runner and also as a coach from the very beginning. Um, I don't know. I, 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 uh, a lot of times I, I get this question all the time, you know, and uh, the one way of how I put this together, uh, this is it. You know, you, you, you have certain years, you know, certain years out here that have gone deaf, but you also have years that have heard the calling. And when you hear the calling, you will either respond or you will then respond and you will execute, you know. At the, at the time when this all was going on, I had no idea what was going on. But now that I've come to this point, that's all I could uh, uh, pretty much relate it to. And here's what I mean by that. Uh, I had no idea in my entire life that this was going to take me to this route. So, you know, your question that you asked, I'm going to try to rip through this thing, man, as fast as I can. You know, I, I arrived here in this country as a 15-year-old from Belvedere in Jamaica. 
And I must tell you this, never sat into a classroom a day in my life until I arrived here because I was brought up in the parish of St. Mary. And at one time, I don't know if it is now, considered one of the most poorest uh, parish in Jamaica, but you got to be very careful of how you describe and see poor because it's not the same thing as here. You know, we didn't have much in monetary funds, things like that, but my God, we were rich, you know, in agriculture. Uh, man, my brother, oh, you like to get up every day of your life and you could go and eat something from a tree or under the ground, surrounded by rivers. Didn't have much. My grandparents were all farmers, you know. Uh, there's nothing you could tell me that operates on a farm. I don't need any equipment. I could do this with bare hand, you know. That's how I grew up. So you take these things and you apply them, you know, in, in, in your life. So when I arrived here, arrived here in a, this little town up there in North Jersey, I landed at uh, Dagon Kennedy Airport in the midst of the winter. And uh, all I was told was, look for someone with my name. I did see the person with my name, and they wrapped a coat around me, whisker me off in the back of a car, and the snow is coming down outside. They were talking to me, but I was not listening. I was too fixated on the snow coming down, never seen it a day in my life, you know? I talk about uh, culture shock. I wound up in this little town up in North Jersey called Verona, and I'm whipping through this thing. Went to a little school on Bloomfield Avenue where I learned how to read and write, sitting into this little cubicle with a blind child, you know? I would be a child, young man, was my age, became one of my best friends. You ask me now what happened to him, we move on, we know separate ways, I do not know, you know, but uh, that was my person I spent time with and I learned how to read and write in this little cubicle. They give you this little blue book and put this film strip on the wall and the teacher will go over all these things with us inside there. I got so good at this, I spent so much time around the young man, he taught me how to read Braille, I could do that too, you know? Wow. Um, Wow. So it's pretty funny. One day, my wife and I we went. You know, I was there at the bank, and I rolled up and I started pushing my hand on the uh, this money and so forth, and it, you know, ripping too quickly. Or asked me what I was doing. I said, "Yeah, it's braille. I know much what you need to put in." So it goes, "Oh," she goes, "Oh, that was very impressive." I said, "No, that's not what's so impressive about this. What impressed me the most is the man who drove here blind." You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. You know? Yeah, that's what impressed me the most. That joke, you know what I mean? I just get it. But, yeah, man, I, I learned a whole heaps, you know, right there. And I will tell you, you know, when your back is up against the wall, you only have one way out and no choice. You got to do certain things and get it done. I didn't have any choice because uh, actually my sister and I, she came, they had to send her back home because she was so depressed from being here, you know. Uh, Only a year later, then she came back. At one time, Mm -hmm. all I do every day is get up. I said, I got to get out of this place. I got to get back to where every morning I rise and just liquid gold over my head. It's called sunshine, you know. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, I couldn't go back. So I got to put up with this, deal with this the best way. 
I know how. I really think some of those things, how I was brought up in that little village there in St. Mary, taught me how to endure. I still use those things up until this day. So, you know, I wound up, uh, the people where my mom was working for, uh, basically, you know, we went back to Montclair. And, uh, well, I never was there before, but moved to Montclair. And I wound up at Montclair High School. Well, heck, every day in gym class, man, we have the, the, where Woodman Field was. It's like a half mile away from where the school is. So we'd have to get dressed and we'll run to Woodman Field to participate in activity. Well, I always get there before everyone because I figured out one thing. Whatever we were going to play, I want to make sure I get into these games because I always get left out, you know? And the coach was always saying, how did you get here so quick? But he would get on his bicycle right up there. I'll beat all of him to it. So he goes, you need to go out and go and run cross country. I have no idea what this thing was, but I did know, I do know, you have towns, kind of like parishes back home, you know? So I said, well, hell, I know you can't be running from country to country. That's impossible. So the only thing, and I never want to ask questions because my accent was so thick, and uh, I just I get tired of being ridiculed and getting laughed at and so forth. So anyway, I, 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 I didn't want to ask. So I'm just trying to picture it in my head. I said, hmm, they must be running from town to town. And I thought about this. What kind of fun this could possibly be? So my friends at the time were asking, yeah, come out and run cross country. I tell you what, I was a very good football player. You all call that soccer, you know? <laughs> and I'll never forget this. This day there was a, a, a cross country race down at uh, Bloomfield Avenue there uh, in Bloomfield, uh, Bloomfield Park. So anyhow, uh, he goes to me, a friend of mine, you know, he said, come on down. The, the, the soccer game got postponed and run this cross-country race. I said, yeah, these are guys that would hang out with. I just went along and did it, had no shoes. I borrowed a pair of his shoes. My heel was sticking out of the back. I never will forget it. I start running this three-mile race. I have no idea how how far three mile was. (laughs) That's another story, too, you know. So I'm running along, and I got on top of this hill down there, and uh, Mr. Murray, who was... The coach was my history teacher. So I stopped. I was leading the race. I did. I stopped. So they started hollering and screaming at me, Adams, why are you stopped? I said, there's two arrows here, one to the left, one to the right. I refuse to run any further than I have to, you know? So I took the arrow to the left. It was three miles. I'll never forget the day. And I started following the arrow. He told me where to go. I was on top of this hill. There's a cinder track sitting down there in Bloomfield in this park saw people standing around. So I said, that must be the finish line. So I just kept following the arrow. Well, the first race I ever ran, I ran 16 minutes and 32 seconds to three miles. Came to school the next day and all this school, blah, blah. I had no daggone idea what the relationship was to three miles and the 16 minutes. So every day this man would try to come and get me talking about, I must come practice. No, I didn't want to go and do any practice. Because I feel like that thing caused me so much pain. I got to get up and practice this every day. It's the same pain I have to come home with. So the school has a lot to do. I found every opportunity that there was 
to get out of that building quick enough and get home before that man could find me, you know? So finally, uh, he uh, cornered me, and he goes, you need to come to practice and do this. So I would always have excuses. I would make them up why I couldn't go. But actually, this was not an excuse. I was very fixated with Western movies. So this one time, for a whole week, they had a Channel 7 up in North Jersey, ABC, right? It was Western week, so I had to go and watch this movie called Ringo and His Golden Pistol. Man, I told that to them boys, man, that day. They started laughing. I had no idea what they were laughing about since that time until now. They keep calling me Ringo. It's not even my name, you know? And the thing just gets stuck on me all the way through high school, all the way through college. You know, even when I was here at Glassboro State, well, hell, it took me two months later to get my, uh, my uh, uh, not the degree, but your, uh, your diploma because they thought Ringo Adamson was taking classes for Derek Adamson, but it was the same person. Computer wasn't like what it is now, you know? So, you know, it stuck. And, uh, man, great movie. You should go watch it. Mark Demon is a star in the thing, man. Black and white movie. Great film. You know, I love that. Yeah. Ringo, so huh? not to interrupt, but I'm so glad that you told that story because I didn't know that story until I read one of your bios. And yeah. I, I probably met you in the 80s while you were coaching at Woodrow Wilson. I think I was coaching yeah. at Wilmer at the time. <laughs> And I yes. always knew you as Ringo Adamson. I didn't know. Everyone does. Yeah, I just thought that was your, you know, your, your given name. And I never. No. It, yeah, it, until I read your bio. It on, yeah, it, it, just, it just took it on. So every now and then someone called me Derek, I always look around. So I said, wait a minute, this person must know me from yesteryear. Or so you would never know that, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it, it's it's a fascinating thing, but my, my my friend, I would I would sit there, I could tell you a story, man, that happens to me in class trying to make this transition. Another thing with this whole stuff was with the miles and all this bit, coach. No, you could go back, you know. And this is no education is a great thing, in it. but I always say without inspiration, you need that to go along with it. You understand? So yeah. who uh, who inspires you? Hmm? Did, what coach inspired you to get into running and then eventually maybe move towards coaching? Was there a special oh, person? Yeah, there's one still alive. I sat with him this summer up there. I went to a 45th reunion up from my high school. And, and uh, Ray Spivey is still alive. I'll go back and tell you more story, but i got to tell you this. i got to tell you how this darn thing here ends. You know, so... And please, bring me back to this if I forget, you know. This is 1978, now, the U.S. school system to start teaching the metric system, you understand? So I would sit there in the back of class, and that's even now I tell these girls on my team, don't sit in the back of no person's class. Don't sit in the back. You move up front. Go and put yourself in that profession that teaches eyesight so they know who you are. And when don't be afraid to ask questions if it's that's important to you. But I would sit there in the back, man. I'll never forget this one day. I forgot what class it was. So the teacher asked, what is more, a liter of milk or a gallon of milk? No one would want to answer because calculator was the big thing like cell phone then, you know? 
and no one want to answer. So I said, I'm going to take my chops, you know, so I raised my hand. So I, gall- I said, a gallon of milk. So the lady was shocked. He goes, how do you know this? And you don't know anything else. And this is why I'm telling you, this is important. I said, God, old. I said, my God, you're a teacher. If you're a teacher, you need to understand the culture of the kids who are sitting in front of you. You understand and know nothing about me. Well, if you knew where I was from, everything in your country was measured in either in the British system measurement or with the road sign, everything in our country is in kilometers, right? Why would yeah. I know that? I would see people pull up in the gas station with going by. Things are in liters, you know? And it was so yeah. amazing. And then she started maybe coming around you know what I'm saying? But, man, it, it was a transition. There's some sad things that went along with that, too. I mean, I got so tired of being ridiculed by other classmates and students, thank God. You know, my teammates on the cross-country team, that's why I love this sport. They took the well, lead, man. Let's, uh, that's, that's, yeah. let's, let's, let's get into uh, I'm I'm intrigued by your story, uh, Ringo, and mm-hmm. – uh, Another day, we're gonna uh, we're gonna have breakfast, and we're gonna have uh, all the other coaches with us. We're gonna sit down and talk about your story. I'm very intrigued by uh, what you're saying here. Um, but I, I want to get into some of the questioning here, and, and hopefully, our listeners will get some, some more nuggets and knowledge out of you today. Um, mm-hmm. As you said, you, you started running because you know you wanted to get to this playground first, but. As you develop as a runner and, and then you decided that you wanted to re- be a marathon runner, tell us a little bit about how uh, that process happened for you. I wind up down here at Glassboro State. I was even, when it was Glassboro State, you know, I, I, this was even the place I wanted to go. I wanted to go up there to Brandeis University because they had a coach up there. Matter of fact, the guy used to coach up Morristown High School down here, you know. Norm Levine, he passed away now. But the only reason I went up there for a visit and they got these bumblebee uniform. I said, man, I want to be in one of those. It's so simple. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and But anyhow, I came down there. I met Coach Fritz. I didn't come here to Glassboro State because of Glassboro State. and didn't even know what this place was going to become. I came here because I came on a visit and I stayed uh, with some runners, which I ran against when I was there at Montclair. And uh, that man, I'm going to rip through this real fast. The daggone church is still there. And I'm down to drive down there in Clayton because that's where he lived. I remember he bought me to church that Sunday morning. That evening went home and ate dinner with him and his family. And I came back and told my mom, I know where I'm going to school. I have nothing to do with school. I have no intention of surviving in school. I have no intention probably of graduating from any college anywhere. I'm just going because... Somewhere along the line, I heard the call of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now, I just went along with it. Back then, did I know it was going to turn into this? Probably not. Right. Well, you know, I know uh, at the at the university level, uh, you, you know, the runners are they get out of school around May or June. Uh, tell us a little bit about your, your training program from uh, when your athletes leave school in May or June and report back to you in August. What's your summer training looking like for your for your cross country runners? Man, I just went over that today with a bunch of recruits. I uh, I will go. I'm, I'm very uh, 
how you would call it, tedious with this stuff. So I already know in the state of New Jersey, some kids may finish in uh, with the sectional. Some kids may finish with state. Some kids may finish with me, the champions. So it's very important to me is that basically I use Google Docs and I set up my training program, but it's very important from the, wherever it is that you finish your high school running career, and I'm not going to be afraid to tell you this because I tell you, forget about what you've learned in high school. This is a whole new thing. So it's important you take two weeks off. Two weeks off doesn't mean that you're going to go sit in your house, man, and go eat bonbons and do nothing. Two weeks <laughs> off means go ride a bike, go spend time with your family, go to the show. We've got a plethora of things here in New Jersey we could do uh, and uh, do something different. But in the same time, be active, but I don't want you doing any running. Within that, the end of that two weeks, I set up the training program based on the times that I've seen that you run, uh, how many miles I want you to run, and you just go in that Google Docs, put in the information. I go and review it, and as the time moves on, you know, I will then know whether you're ready to move up uh, uh to a higher distance. I already have my goals and my plan where I want to take. So that's how I do that. I don't know, Coach, if I answer your question or if I did, you know, but I'm just trying to risk through this in class. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so each runner has a, a specific level uh, that they're running uh, through the summer before they get to you in August. Yes, absolutely. Now, if you deliver those things that I would like you to do, when you arrive here, I already have a master plan set up of where I would like to take you. And this is not a uh, dictatorship type of thing, man. To them, I want feedback. Mm-hmm. My friend, if you go to the doctor and something's wrong with you, if you don't get those things with your doctor, I'm pretty sure he or she don't know how to treat you. I want to know what's <laughs> going on in your life and stuff and what we need to do here. And bingo, we're going to execute the plan or... I may have to go and adjust the plan based on the condition here so where I could get you to where I need to take you. Mm-hmm. Coach, go ahead. Yeah. Pardon? I'm sitting here listening, Ringo, and mm-hmm. it kind of makes me – And I, I wrote down a question, but what type of coach are you? Are you? And before you answer that, I, I know some coaches who are very demanding – and it's their way. I know some coaches that will take time to talk with their athletes a little bit. And I know some coaches that might just post something up on the wall and say, I'll see you in two hours. Mm-hmm. It, it, does it make So it seems to me that you like to collaborate. You like to talk with your kids and collaborate with them and share ideas back and forth as you develop a, a coaching plan for them. Is that the Okay. Yeah, I have kids on my team, and even right now, they're at high mileage, some with low mileage, some I'm trying to develop. Yeah, I want to talk to you. Coach, you're a human being. There's more mm-hmm. to you than just a runner. Mm-hmm. How would you like to get up every day? No one doesn't ask. Well, how are you doing? How's your life? How's your family? Family is important. Can't survive with that. And those who try have failed. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, I mean, y'all want to know more about it. I'm not asking you those things because in vain, 
because you're a daggone human being, you know? Somewhere along the line here, you got to go out, and you're going to have one day, and I hope you have your own family. You're going to have to deal with them. So I'm trying to go try to instill some things into you to make you better. Now, you said your kids here to me. I want to give them back to their parents better than the way they come in. I'm not saying that they came in bad because human beings. We have a hard time believing in our own self. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. generation. We need to be inspired. Yes, sir. To me, inspiration to me means more to me than education. Okay. You know, that's saying yeah. education is bad, so don't take that the wrong way you need it. But we mm-hmm. also have a whole lot of educated fools walking around. <laughs> but so, so I would... Would it be could I say that you're a caring coach? You you care about your athlete in season, out of season, off the track, on the track. You, you're more than just yeah. a track coach per se or cross country coach. You, you want to help that? Yeah, a friend. They're okay. your kids. They send mm-hmm. them to me. I view them. I'm not going to treat them any different than I did with my own kids. They're your kids for that time being. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you yeah. they instill. You know, you you, 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 you live with these things, man. I, I tell you what, the only thing you're going to get out of life, you got moral values and you got all these good things, but, you know, people use them as words. You got to live by them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I want to send you back to your parents. I said before, better than the way you come in because it's a cool world out there. It's about how you, are, you, you perceive it and what you do in it. You know what I'm saying? You know? yeah, yeah. But if you're going to let it drag you down, man, you're going to get dragged down. Now you got to rise above that, you know. And this is what this running thing has done for us. I know it's done for me. You're not going to get me in your negative world. You could try all you want, but it will never happen. And, and you kind of – I had another question for you, and I think you kind of answered it already, but I'll ask the question anyway. I'm I'm parent. I'm, I'm parent mm-hmm. Mr. Smith. And my question would be, well, why should my son or daughter run for you? Why should I send my son or daughter to run? What, what can I expect from you as a coach? When you I have my son and, and again, I may be joking around with this, but to a point, because I, I know I'm that good. But anyway, but that's not the question. Here's how I want to answer that question. Again, you, uh, you, you could. Tell me if I'm, I'm I'm wrong here. Let me tell you something, man. Uh, every parent, all people are listening to this, and I said this to this young lady. Well, three families in a recruiting thing here today. My friend, we get up every day and we go and ask our kids go do dishes. You know what I'm saying? And then you hand mm-hmm. that kid, man, a, a dry sponge and you know and soap and water. Here's what's gonna happen. Here's what's gonna happen. So the sink is full of dishes, so we get so convenient. Nowadays, they rinse them off, put them in a dishwasher. Nah, I'm say do it by hand. So, you know, the, the sponge and the, uh, uh, the soap and the water hit the sponge, and the sponge absorbs the, 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 uh, the soap and the water. My friend, listen to me, man. What sits right there between your shoulders? It's called a brain. That's your sponge. You come in front of me. All I expect for you in my training thing is to do a couple of things, and those who are listening could go and apply that tomorrow morning as soon as one foot hit the ground, because that's the way I live, you know? Mm-hmm. Every day you go out there, you walk in that classroom, 
every day you go out there, you come to track practice. That brain that should sit right there between your shoulders, absorb as much as you can, consume as much knowledge as you can. Go to the classroom, consume as much knowledge as you can. Coach, there is no way you could convince me that in the end, trust me, you will be transcended because, my God, you will get good. Okay. That's the only answer I got for you. Okay. I like it. I like it. You know? And, 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 you, know, and you go on that. You go, you go about that. You mentioned. I, I just want to say this one thing: the man passed away and he's gone now. You know, and I, be, I truly believe that was my my father, man. You know, when I was here, and that's Coach Fritz. That man believed in me. What I'm telling you right is what he did to me. Else, I would never be able to run into Olympic games. I don't care what you say. Mm-hmm. I, I met him once or twice over the years. I, I wouldn't say I knew him. I knew who he was, but I also knew that he he was respected by a lot of coaches in the South Jersey area. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, he was well-respected. Oh, the, man, the man was a beast. It made a huge difference in my life. I'm not the only one because this thing could go on and on. It's a whole mm-hmm. lot of people, you know. That's my job now to make a difference. So the student athlete realized your potential. If you're not doing that, then, my God, you're not doing one darn thing. So you want to make a difference in the life of your athlete? Yeah. Let me tell you this right yeah. now. I'm telling you right here. I've been Say, hey, Ringo, hold that, hold that. Hey, Ringo, hold that thought mm-hmm. right there because we're going we're gonna to take a break right here, and we're going to come back. Sure. So just hold that mm-hmm. thought right there, and uh, when we come back, we'll finish up with that thought that you have right there. And um, okay. so we'll be right back in about three or four minutes. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. Your inside never had it so good sports radio. Join us live weekdays at 7 p.m. and on site at Hills Barbershop on Fridays at 5 p.m. We make it easy 
to talk sports. All right, we're back, and uh, we're here with Coach Ringo Addison on uh, We Know Cross Country, and uh, Coach Addison is certainly leaving us with some nuggets. I forgot about another half hour in the segment to continue to hear from Coach Addison, Ringo Addison. And uh, before the break, Coach, you were talking about something about um, Coach making a difference in your life. Do you want to continue that thought? Uh, well, you know, I've always said this, and, and, and I've said to a lot of people, there's no difference between coaching and teaching because to me it's the same thing. You're teaching every day, you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I spent 19 years, man, in the city there of Camden, Woodrow Wilson High School. The place was, just was infested with athletes, you know, and people always tell me, I remember one coach, I'm not going to call him because not that he said anything wrong in that sense, but he passed away now. But he did say, oh, you're going to take a whole bunch of minority kids and turn them. I'm just paraphrasing. That's not the word he used, but it wasn't any word that was bad, you know, and make them a distance runner, you know. So anyway, I said, I always hear in my entire life, Always about the stuff that can't be done. Well, can't be done, been done. You know what I'm saying? In my world, can't be done, been done. I'm always going to prove the skeptic wrong because I'm saying it can be done, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go right up. I'm going to find a way just good to do it. Come on, man. Look at what we have done, you know? I don't know, but maybe you guys could go and research. If I'm not mistaken, it's the only darn school in the state of New Jersey with a whole bunch of minority kids, won all them sectional titles. One year we finished third in the meet of champion in cross country. You know what I mean? We got to be careful about these taboo things that we go and tell kids you only could do this and do that. I said, no, you should be able to go out there and go do anything. It's that darn sponge again. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You're just absorbed. Now, of course they could do it. Why can't they do it? You know what I'm saying? Listen, man, I'm a firm believer. You just throw me a whole bunch of crumbs and tell me I can't do anything. Just give me scrums, a bunch of crumbs. I guarantee you, just a matter of time, I'm going to give you back a loaf of bread. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's just my mentality. Ringo, I, I, I got another question. As yeah. You talk about, and, and I like the things you're saying. And, and this may be another tough question. Can you think of one of your um, things you're most proud of, you know, over your career, and the fact because people may not know this, but in your bio, you know, it talks about the championships and things that you did on the high school level, and also you've mm-hmm. been a very successful uh, cross country coach in the collegiate level, you know, Division mm-hmm. Three, and and mm-hmm. there, and you still are successful at rowing to this day. Is there any mm-hmm. one of those achievements? that kind of stand out that you're very, very proud of? Um, And you've had so many, so it might be a tough thing to to pick one, but can you share one of your uh, memorial memorable? Oh, my God. Coach, I I must say this is the first time anyone ever stumped me, but, you know, I'm kind of stumped, and I'm trying to figure out, you know, (laughs) the right thing. 
Because Ringo, and, and maybe while, while you're thinking about it, how long have you been involved in coaching? How many years are we uh, talking about? I I I, I got in. Um, uh, yeah, going right when I got out of uh, college, I started fooling around with this thing right down there at Gloucester County College, you know. Mm-hmm. And I went there, and we won all these cross country championship at uh, uh, the JUCO level. And back then mm-hmm. I was in the prime of my running, so I would run run with them. And it seemed like I never got out of it. But I really I, I'm, you stunned me there because I'm trying to answer this question. I want to make sure I answer this right. But it seems like for me to answer that question, I'm going to come back to this coach. I must answer it, you know, uh, uh, things that I'm proud of and so forth. But I will tell you this, what I, what I am uh, 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 proud of, you know, I was just the fact that, you know, I, I brought up my kids and I never have to go and holler and scream at them in any way, and they all turned out to be good people, and I'm proud of my grandkids, you know what I'm saying? But I, mm-hmm. I one of the other things I never thought I would end up doing is getting married, not because I'm bad at it in any ways, because of all the other stuff that consumed my life, training and trying to do all this other kind of stuff. But I'm proud of that, but I tell you what, on the athletic side is when I took this darn team here that daggone run with five girls and turned it into a daggone monster. One of those girls, I hope she's listening tonight, took her right from here, went to Our Lady of Mercy uh, High School, Jenna Peacock. This girl should be in the daggone rowing Hall of Fame. I'm just telling mm-hmm. you the truth. What this girl did in here was downright amazing, and the list just goes on. Oh, each of them, a whole bunch of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's one deal that I'm proud of, and I'll never forget the day. And I think the Dallas Cowboys playing the Giants, man, in the daggone. Uh, 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 I don't know if it was the. I think it was the Super Bowl or the one of them, one of them playoff games. And I remember that child called me up. Want me to meet with her. This is Jenna Peacock now over there at the, uh, at the college. And I didn't want to go. My wife goes, you know, and that's why I said I got to give thanks to that part too because, you know, maybe that's, there's a whole bunch of stuff maybe, you know, that I'm proud of why I married her. And I didn't want to go. She goes, go. It was the third time that child came down here. I said, she came there three times. She's not coming here, you know, because there's other places that she wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Well, I walked in there. I knew I had her because the last question she asked me was, if I come here, would you coach me like you did at Running World, Running Camp? Great place. And I don't care what you all think of there. I will plug them because it's a great place. Send your darn kids there. Okay? They learn. Great people Mm -hmm. in there. So uh, I, uh, 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 I said, yeah. I said, girl, I could not teach her everything that I know in one week at a running camp. But I come here, I will teach you everything that there is. My job is to make you a national champion. The girl walked out of here, four-time All-American, almost won the daggone national championship in the steeplechase. She's doing good for herself now with her family. If I'm not mistaken, uh, I'm not sure because her husband is in the military, so she moves around quite a bit. The last time I spoke with her, she was living in Arizona, 
you know, mm-hmm. doing very well for herself. She also become a teacher. My mm-hmm. God, wow. what a great profession. Hell, kids go, go there. You could make wow. an impression. You could make a difference in a kid's life. Yeah, that's 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 uh, that seems to be the reason why we get into teaching is to make difference in the in the in the lives of children yeah. as well as co- as well as getting into coaching. I want I want to go yeah. back to something you said earlier, Coach. Um, you made a statement about uh, when the kids are in high school, forget what you what you did in high school because everything we're going to do here is totally different. So, how much different is your training at the collegiate level than it is at the high school level? Huge difference. Well, uh, it's like going back to what I told you earlier. I have three different groups here that train. You know, I have enough sense to know that uh, I want you to build you up because the more you can run, the more red blood cells you create in the body, more more energy systems, mass massive energy system you could get to get to, to do more. And I'm going to call her name because this is a prime example. Hopefully your parents won't get mad at me or anything for anything like this. I have a little girl in here right now, never ran cross-country a day in her life. Her name is Ava Rizzo. And, my God, she came in here, and I wasn't going to run. I just want you to train because I know if you could train. Gain concept of what I'm here teaching you. My God, you're going to be able to run that 800 and 1,500 meters very fast. This girl is proving improving leaps and bounds because she just buy into the system. The system is going to work, and I'm just going to keep bringing you along. I'm amazed. You should have seen this little girl this past weekend in a mud fest of Dickinson University pounding her way through mud, you know, for four kilos along the way. I've never done this a day in her life, and she's enjoying it. She's inspired 100%. Wow. So uh, being a, a, a former marathon runner yourself, uh, what is your belief as far as your training? Are you a high mileage person per week or are you less is best? What's your what's your philosophy on that? No. I mean, there's kids coming in here from low mileage programs. I know where they're going to put them. It's called communication. You know what I mean? I don't consider myself low mileage, high mileage thing because the same script doesn't work for everybody. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. some 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 girls could do 60, some girls could use 30, some girls should use 25. I have a young lady right now. If I push her across 30 miles a week, she will break. But my God, can she race? Because I know exactly how to get her to do. It's just supplementing the program with other things to strengthen up their system and their body as they move through this. You, I'm like a maestro. If I'm sitting there then conducting this choir and this band or whatever you need to do, I need to know what's falls behind it to get you to play the right, you know? Yeah. So, so I mean, it, it's I, I, not I wanna, the same wanna, good for everybody. Yeah. I want to get into uh, rest and recovery. Uh, I know you have different days that you, you kind of, run through a workout or you may run through a meet or what have you, or you, you train through a meet, not run through it, but train through a meet. Uh, mm-hmm. What is your, um, your, your rest and recovery uh, as far as giving kids enough rest before a race or we're going to train through this race, especially after a hard workout? Uh, how, mm-hmm. do, how do you attack, how do you, how do you approach that with your athletes? I always look 
One of the other things I didn't tell you, I coach with my eyes. I'm able to see and look, and if you communicate, and don't worry, they're going to communicate back to you, you know. So you're old, so, you're old school like us, huh? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. There's certain things in old school that can't die, you know what I mean? But there's certain things as time goes on, you must progress. You must change along with time. Some of us tend mm-hmm. to have trouble with that, you know. I don't, you know. I'm a chameleon. I could change colors at any time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, I will. I, uh, I I kind of believe that too. No, you Ringo. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm not afraid to tell you that. I agree. I agree. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've yeah, seen I you. Know what's in front of me. You know. So uh, 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 basically, I use some of these cycles as I go on. Sometimes mm-hmm. they come to practice, and I look at them. I said, "Nope, no running today. We're gonna hit the pool." It's called mm-hmm. active okay. recovery. You know what I mean? Hit the pool, or they may even go in the pool. I may bring them through some mechanical drills, and I'm going to key on to just like the uh, the fast twitch muscle in the system. You know? You know, so, okay. I mean, uh, I, I look at Monday days sometimes. If I'm, uh, there's very, I will go two, three weeks, basing on how they're improving, and they may come in. I said, nope. Uh, the day before, I said, nope, today off. Go do something else. Go to the pool yeah. and know where to break it down for you to go in recovery. That's called coaching with your eyes. Yeah. So, so we're we're approaching late September now and moving into October. What uh, transition are you making, or what are you focusing on at this point in your in your training program? Right now, yeah, we're trying yes. to get to November, man. You know, what I mean, we we deal with a whole lot of elements that we don't have any control of in the. Uh, the beginning of the, this year here with heat and all this stuff, and I always tell them, stay the course. I know what I'm okay, doing. So what, what's, what's going to happen in November for you as, uh, as a team? Well, Coach, we're going to be studs in November. Why would you want to be studs in September? That don't do okay. you any good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, so some coaches, they go in there and pound, and they're studs in September and duds in November. No, not me. We're going to be studs <laughs> in November. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's the way I set up the workout to lead that, to get to that plan. I already have right. to figure out we're going to lead. I don't do this thing any like different than the way that I used to when Coach Fritz used to coach me. The man was a kinesiology professor. So when we were mm-hmm. traveling meets, I would be just digging in his brain. I want to know. I want to learn. You know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know Coach what I mean? It's like when we do, for instance, we do we do some. Uh, I never tell you. You need to know this, coach, because this lead you. This is based on the question you just asked me. And some coaches, I'm not telling them to do this, by the way, but this is just me. If you ask any girls that run from here at, at road, they will never know what workout and that workout they're what we're doing. They may they'll never know the amount. That we're doing because I'm doing. I tell them. Some takes a while to get onto it. I already have it figured out. I've it written down, and I'm watching them right back to my eyes again. So mm-hmm. if we're gonna run, you know, threshold thousand meters. They have no clue of how many we're going to do, and they just keep hitting the checkpoints and so forth as they go on. Guess what? Explain they a little bit about that down. threshold. 
explain a little well, bit about the threshold. There might be some listeners yeah. that may not understand what a threshold <laughs> run is about. And also, Ringo, keep in mind, you may mm-hmm. have some young co- young coaches who are listening. And, okay. Yeah, All right. Explain that. Be... <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, so here, here, here's the old bit. You know what I mean? And I figured this out. I figure out, we're raised at the college level at six kilometers. You with me? Mm-hmm. So that's 6,000 meters, man, that they have to run, you know? So we do some time trials when they come in here and work up, uh, to camp, and that time trial is going to give me a daggone blueprint of where I need to take them. I, is the, 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 the time trial is going to show me now. What I have planned for them, can I execute this, or do I have to go and adjust? My plan, I would say this. These jokers did the work this summer. I did not have to adjust my plan. So, therefore, they come in, so I'm going to plug them right into this thing now. So, basically, based on those time trials that they've run, let's say, for instance, I'm going to do, and I have it in my head today, you know, I'm going to do six to eight 1,000-meter reps. A lot of coaches out there like to go and put them. We're going to run this thing real fast. Boom, they get two or three out of them. Well, that ain't doing the kid no justice, you mm-hmm. know, because their heart rate is way up. They're in race pace running this thing. That cannot help them. So I'm going to try to build them into that. So I don't tell them the amount of reps we're going to do, but I do know this. Let's hypothetically speak right now. So I said, well, here's what we're going to do today based on the times that you run. We're going to run some kilos today. The trick is not all fast. I already have that set up, and they cannot go beyond it, but we're going to do these darn thing with one-minute rest. And they, I said, if you bend over, start breathing real hard, huffing and puffing, then, my God, you're not in threshold, you know? So we booked. Got two watches running on this thing. One minute, think or you go again, hit the same number. One minute, hit the same number. I will tell you this much. There are days goes by in there. These darn girls, they're up to like eight of them. But if I see they're struggling and some of them, and know when they're in a technology uh, age, I know what the heart rate should be, and I will ask them again, communicating. You know, yeah. so therefore, yeah. now I have this bad boy figure out, you know, we'll move to some other things, you know, as we progress and move down the road. We head down the road, you know, and uh, 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 like I said earlier, yeah, get ready because September we're going to be stud. We're coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> Coach, um, it's kind of interesting, and, and, and Coach Richardson, Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. Did our earlier guest mention the whole idea about trusting your eyes? Remember? Yeah, our, yeah you did say that. Yeah. She she said the same thing that you said, Coach Ringo, yeah. that you trust your eyes. You have to look at your athletes and sometimes don't rely on that stopwatch, whatever. You just got to look and you can tell when yeah. you know when you're doing well, and you can tell when you got you need to back off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I know I can speak for myself. I've coached 25 years. I think yeah. my last 10 to 15 years, I got smarter because I learned mm-hmm. how to trust them much. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> what I do, Coach, is threshold thing. 
and look at the mild pace that you're racing on. We're going to train at fit, around 15 seconds slow at that with little rest, and mm-hmm. then you should be able to contain that. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. It ain't no different than the way when Fritz used to train me and coach me and, and do the same. What we have here at Rome, man, we have, i got to tell you about this. This is a place that we're, this, the school was built on teaching, you know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. got, I think, one of the greatest daggone uh, uh, physical, I wouldn't call it this exercise science department. So I was talking to a couple of professors. We have our own kids on this, and they're testing them in this lab to test their VO2 max. I don't want to get too much and take up in this time. They will give me printout results and some of this. I know where I'm going with them. And these young little jokers are just keep getting good, you know. Most coaches will go out and recruit a kid, look at their time that they run in high school, and say, oh, no, not good for my program. Well, how the heck you know that? you got to look at the school they're coming from. Look at the program that they're coming from. I took a whole bunch of girls that everybody thought they were horrible and not good. I bet mm-hmm. you if you go and do a research in the state of New Jersey, all these blue chippers that walk out of here, they may last two or one years in school, and you'll never hear a daggone thing about them again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if you take yeah. some of those legal ones who are coming up and willing to go and get this, I bet you they just evolved into some great athletes. I don't know what the number is. I never went, but I've been watching it. You know? You know? Yeah. So pretty much it's true. Some kids are overtrained. And when they get to the thing, it depends where they wind up. And they use this old euphemism thing, they're burned out. I don't believe in any of that. I think people just get disenchanted what they're doing and just didn't want to do it anymore because someone took the fun out of it for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you do when uh, a kid runs an early season time that's way faster than you uh, anticipate? Do you back off on your training, or do you, you, you know, I, I use an expression: I got horses, I got to let them run. Or do you let that kid continue to run, or you just do you change their their, their training, or, or what what do you do with that? No, stick to the plan. You have the okay. master plan. You stick mm-hmm. to the plan. And you always communicate, see where they are, and you gauge it as you go. And you know where to back off. If you never talk to the person, you're not going to know. You're going to take them. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. sometimes with the, with the college with the college schedule, sometimes uh, athletes go in and the first few meets, they may run a, a fantastic time, and then some coaches kind of back off because they don't want to hurt that athlete. Or they don't want to have that athlete run out run out of gas until uh, and then when it's needed, like you said in November, when it's championship time. Yeah, you got to know you got to know how you put your training plan together. It's working, it's improving. Yeah, you keep taking it. Some coach will go and go and apply more. No, I say stick to the plan. If the plan mm-hmm. now and you see certain other feedback, you can now go and adjust it if it's going the other way. But no, because they mm-hmm. run some super time, which we did this weekend. Does that mean I'm going to go and apply more? No. Mm-hmm. Stick to the plan. You know? So one last question I have for you before we uh, go off the air. Why do you love cross country so much? Good question, Coach. I was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's why I love cross country. Let me, and uh, let me, uh, and I, hopefully I'm not insulting anyone here. Let me tell you this. If you want to go win a race, go run 100 meters. If you want to experience one, 
go run a marathon or run cross country. I say no more. (laughs) (laughs) I have never heard that. Say that one more time, please. Say that one more time. I said, if you want to go win a race, go run 100 meters. But if Uh you want to experience one, go run a marathon or run cross country. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. I got to remember that. I certainly got to remember that. Uh, Ringo, thank you for sharing that. I'm like Coach Richardson. I've never heard that before. But knowing you, that's that's you, man. I just speak from the heart and the mind, man. I don't, I don't have. I'm not going to hold back on much or anything. Sometimes you got to erupt and disturb the nerves because some people may not get it. You know what I mean? That regardless yeah. of what you do, people are going to have negative, positive things to go and say about you. But remember, I always keep this in mind: these kids that are in front of you. These are tomorrow's people. Go do right by them. That's all you got to do. Uh, with, with that said, Ringo, I, I, I'm going to give you two minutes to leave our listeners with some uh, more nuggets. Uh, what, is, what do you want them to take from you tonight? <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? I don't have any script here in front of me, man. I just speak what's on my heart and what's on my mind. You know what I mean? And sometimes if someone, something hurts someone, then, you know, hey, look, Here's what I believe in, and and I'll end it with this. You know what I mean? To me, in my life, every darn day, man, is a fishing day. But not every day is catching day. You better get up every day and go fish. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That was really good. That was really good. Uh, We're going to bring back our our host, Princess, and to close us out this evening. And uh, I I think I speak for both of us, Uh, Ringo. It's been a pleasure having you on the show tonight. And uh, mm-hmm. we look forward to seeing you and, and talking with you again uh, in some uh, some more previous next next shows that we have coming up. My friend, you're doing a good thing. Keep doing up there. It's to energize people, energize young people. That's what they need today. We're living in too much negativity, man, and then it tends to infest itself in us, and we, some of us can't get out of it. You know what I'm saying? So. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I agree. That which is just and right. And don't worry about it, what anyone has to say about you. You know what I mean? Let that fall off you, man. And I don't let any of that stuff bother me. All right. Amen. Amen. Coach Ringo, thank you. Thank you for the experience. Um, this has been really powerful for me. And, and Coach Richardson and Coach Rucker, thank you. Um, awesome guests. You all have a great week, okay? All right. Thank, thank you for having us again. Thank you from Never Had It So Good, and we know cross-country with Coach Richardson and Coach Rucker. We'll see you next time.